Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next level. And good morning. Welcome into On the Mark and the Orthopedic Clinic Studio on this third, no, sixth day of August. I'm jumping up. The sixth day of August, you're listening to On the Mark on Fox Sports The Game, 9 10 a.m. in Opelika, Auburn, Lee County area, 13 10 a.m., Chambers County area, all around there. It's Wednesday. We're glad to have you in. It is a very comfortable morning. And uh, on the mark, on the air weekdays, Monday through Friday. Broadcasting from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio inside iHeartRadio headquarters. In the O, license in the A, covering Opelika, Auburn, Chambers, Russell, Macon, Tallapoosa, and all in between. I'm D. Mark Mitchell, Jeff Sasser, Coach Dan Washburn on a Wednesday. We're here for three hours, and we've got a lot lined up for you. We're going to talk some football. we got uh, some news to go over. we got some stadiums that were named, one stadium that was named. We're going to talk to two mayors this hour, this show today. We're going to talk to Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller, Auburn Mayor Ron Anders, and get the Four Seasons Federal Credit uh, recap from their city council meetings last night. And uh, who else? Who knows? We may hear from uh, a couple of coaches this morning as well. But before we start the show, good morning, gentlemen. I did not say hello and good morning. No, you didn't. Good morning. Uh, good, morning. good morning. You were not in here. You were getting coffee, but nobody knew that. Before we, every morning before we start our show completely, I, we all, Jeff and I, for 13 years or however many years, have played respect to our country by playing the national anthem. Oh, say, can you stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight oh the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming
And there it is, the national anthem at uh, 707 Eastern, 607 Central. Welcome back to On the Mark. So Wednesday night, not Sunday night. Wednesday night, ask Jeff. Can you pull that down a little bit? There you go. No, now, come on. Wednesday night. They moved it back. We moved it back to Wednesday. I think so. I'll get to fish. It's too early to get to fish. I mean, it ain't too early, but I will get it back. All right, so today. uh, Did you have a good day yesterday, gentlemen? I did. Golf? No, I did not play golf. Too hot for me to play golf. Okay, all right. Okay. A lot of news uh, yesterday. First, I want to congratulate two gentlemen that you know. Two gentlemen that you know and two gentlemen that I know, Coach Steve Savarese, who is the current executive director of the Alabama High School Athletic Association, Coach Willie Carl Martin, who is now retired. He was a former coach at Benjamin Russell High School, assistant, longtime assistant coach and right-hand man for Nicholas Saban at Alabama. He was at one time the high school liaison coach, then he was on the field coach, then he became an assistant personal assistant now retired those two gentlemen had the esteemed honor of having the sportsplex named after them and that would be the sportsplex charles bailey sportsplex stadium which will now be jeff martin savory stadium and what a great honor for two gentlemen that coached a long time and been in alexander city they did uh had great stints however Coach Martin was a longtime assistant coach, but only was a head coach how many years? You guys know? It yes. wasn't many, but he won a Five. state championship. Yeah. But there it is. He won a state championship. Coach Salvarich was there how many years? Twelve, Twelve, I believe. So the two gentlemen will share the names of the stadium. It will now be Martin Salvarich Stadium or Sportsplex uh, Stadium at the Sportsplex at the Charles Bailey Sportsplex. Congratulations, uh, and the guy will give him a little kudos. Good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I deserve great honor. Coach yeah. was really, really, really humbled yesterday when I talked that's, to him. That's good. I mean, you know, you see a coach of his stature, and Coach Martin also, I mean, you know, getting something, getting recognized with something like that at the Sam Bailey Sports Complex. It's <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't so. It's Sam Bailey, not <laughs> you. Got me with that. I'm gonna say, you know that there's a Sam Bailey track in Alabama. Do you remember me taking that picture? You know, the track in Alabama is named Sam Bailey track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. That's why I, I was so, standing there when the plane landed. <laughs> you were, Coach. You have a stadium in your honor. Coach Savarese was really. Um, he was very. Emo- I mean, he was. It got to him. You tell me yeah. what you thought when they called you and said, hey. Oh, it, was, it was very humbling. It was a great honor. It was just uh, one of those good feelings that you have that people That's a still stadium, remember and still have. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's just a great honor. Well, I would venture to say, other than you know his childhood and other than his present position, that was his longest stint. You, you know go, what? You go back to was, uh, the night they had the dedication. And it was before, uh, had a big uh, – a banquet in the cafeteria at the school, a uh, 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 get-together of all past players of Coach Morgan that were still alive and able to get there. And uh, my past players and supporters in Lynette were there. Uh, Kyle McCoy, eventual mayor 
Uh, that Skip McCoy and all those. Skip McCoy was a great football player. Well, now, is that Kyle's brother? That's Kyle's brother. I great attorney. I've heard you. Yeah, area. I and, did uh, not know you. Uh, man, he was he was a good football player. Uh, and Mr. Along, McCoy, Mayor he McCoy, had something to do with Jamie Seegers and that group and uh, right in there with Kenny Knox and, and all, the, all those guys. And uh, it, was just, it was just fun to coach, fun to be around, and great families to support you. Well, and, but, you know, the part that, the part that people, you know, really, that's, that's going I'm just trying to help you out. Hey, fix mine too, Mom. The part that really people, it kind of is hard to grasp, that, that, it ain't going anywhere. It'll be there from now on. I mean, as long as that stadium's open, it bears the name, and that's just something that, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they right now it ain't that way, but they'll be uh, sometime in history. Somebody say who's who's Dan Washburn? Exactly, <laughs> and they're gonna be able to say, it's "Well, let me tell you, that's there now." <laughs> no, it may be, but and, and, and you know, but let me say this: just for your your folks, and just like Lily and his kid and Stephen Stephen and his. Uh, kids and family and grandkids. Well, he's got five now, I think. Yeah, they'll ride by there and go, "That's my papa's name," you know. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. and Willie Carl Martin's got a wonderful family. I sat with at the Hall of Fame dinner, uh, at his table that night, Coach. I'm, oh. I I was able to beautiful wife, his kids, very uh, sharp family. You can see you, nothing meant, but you can see that's what it needed to be do, right? Yeah. You can see why those two men were. All you gotta do is look at, look at, just look around them. Mm-hmm. They surround themselves with wonderful people. Yeah, I had a question. Is our track still Sam Mason track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. they can still. They got a sign up over there. That says Sam Mason. I think it's I don't. Some, I don't need a sign. Do you? No, need a sign? I'm just asking. I mean, is it recognized yeah. as Sam Mason track? It's only right, name. If I'm not a spokesman for Opelika, but it's recognized by me as Sam Mason well, track. I'm gonna have to ask Doctor Neighbors what. He I don't know what year that was. It was named. Well, you just Probably have to ask 70s. the man in charge. I don't. Or know. 80, but I call it Sam Mason track. But the man in charge may not. So I don't know. Well, I think it was named that, and they don't. You don't change the name. No, I don't. Okay, I just you know used to see that big sign. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. There's no Sam Mason sign out there, and I've wondered about that, too. The tracks should be named Sam Mason because it was Just named asking. after him. But, you know, people say Sam Mason is in, See, I'm, Coach I'm, Sam Mason's in the Hall of Fame in Montgomery. Yes, he is. Now, I knew But Coach his name Mason, isn't on the plaque. But on the track. we're talking about I was a little kid. He was working with. Man, he might have been working with the rec. He department. was working with the rec. I can remember for that. years. Mm-hmm. His Mr. portrait was in the Mr. Drive Rec. Yeah, Mr. Albert Killian led the charge to have him inducted. In the, is that right? The job, yeah. yeah. So what, I mean, a, what a man that is, right yeah. there. So Mr. I'm thinking Abbott. people that's younger than me don't know who. You know, Sam you Mason make is. a very good point, Jeff. The Sam Mason sign should be up on the track somewhere. It may be up on the back of the building. I don't know. I oh, see I don't what know. you're saying. I yeah, check no, it out. those people that there's a lot of people that don't know. I'd well, be willing to bet half now, of them. Weekend, I'd be willing to bet one the weekend when I'm just riding by, I'll go check it out. So, I'd be willing the ones the majority of them work there don't know who Sam Mason is. Oh yeah, I know. I was a child. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I was young. a child and had just barely knew who he was because of the picture on the wall at the sports. I mean, at the Denson Drive Recreation Department. Yeah, Mr. Calhoun is the reason I know about him. Yeah. 
you know, and I remember Mr. Calhoun, but I barely remember him. Oh, I remember Mr. Calhoun. He was but, see, I, never, I didn't work on him. I did his horseshoes. I understood what those horseshoe pit meant meant to Mr. Calhoun, so I know all horseshoes and tennis was that man's life. But anyway, uh, the Sportsplex Stadium now, Willie Carl Martin, Steve Savary's Martin Savary Stadium. We'll hear from Coach Savary's Friday on the mark uh, right here um, as we uh, talk to him. And we'll effort to get Willie Coach Martin. Uh, the number I had, I could not reach him yesterday. But congratulations, Coach Steve Savary's Willie Carl Martin. Um the sportsplex named after him. Auburn Dixie Youth Ozone. I interviewed him yesterday. They lost last night. I give him the hand. Man, I had a feeling I, you I, 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 give, I can give him the hoodoo worse than anybody. And I watched four innings of it. They played some good baseball. What was the Zeros. What we got going on? Zero, zero. Zero, zero. They lost two to one. It was zero zero when I fell asleep in about the bottom, heading to the sixth, and they play six, and I went on out. They started at eight. Four o'clock comes early, mm-hmm. but uh, they lost two to one. They played today at five thirty. Who were they playing last night, Mark? South Carolina. So, I knew man, it, but I couldn't recall what he when we were talking to him. It was a pitch and duel, and I wish I could talk about the kids, but all I heard was a gentleman talking about text and who texted him and who was shouting out. So, you know, I did watch the game and listen to a guy talk about. So he, it was texting. a social event for him. It was a social event. Yeah, yeah. It and it like- got to where it was so bad, someone would say, "Hey, I'm Nick Saban. Good luck, Auburn," or I can't even. And he would read that. So, what do you think that caused Spurrier and all the other coaches that? So we had a kidathon. Anyway, it was good stuff watching. Beautiful complex, but Auburn lost two to one. I mean, I hate that. It had to be either in the seventh because it was, or it could have been in the sixth as they went to the sixth. But they were like, boom. The first few innings lasted about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then they went up and down, up and down, up and down. So turf fields all the way around. It's a beautiful complex. Are you me? No, really? not. No, it's turf fields all the way around. So uh, good luck to Auburn today as they stay alive. They're staying alive. They've got to win one, two, three games to win it all. Time for the Brave Report. Keep you up to date with the Atlanta Braves. That's what we do. Atlanta is playing Minnesota. They had jet lag day one when they went to Minnesota. What did they do last night, Jeffrey Craig? They come out. They come out. Uh, they got their legs under them. And, uh, you know, did they win? Oh, of course. All right. 12-7. Bravos get off the skid. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, it was a two-game skid. It wasn't like it was. Well, I mean, it's a skid when you lose more than one. But go ahead. Well, yeah, one game is, you know, you lost. Two is a, a losing streak. Just right? talk about the game. Uh, Fulton Evans pitched last night. That's right. He, he got him back. It's been five great like, innings. Yeah, he did. And, uh, see, Freddie Homer. That's the only Homer we had last no, night. No, no. Acuna Homer. Ooh. Acuna did. Right, right. No. first inning. Yeah. Ooh. Well, let's check it out right here. Look at that good curve, and he's really worked on the changeup. First pitch swing and a high fly ball walloped to deep center. It's going to be a leadoff homer high off the batter's eye. It's one to nothing. It's a lot of heaters last night until he was on time on that one. Look where this thing lands. It's that facade. Same thing from last. People on the radio don't care if it, the video's playing. They just want to hear No, but I'm not worried about that video. You wanted to see what well, Yeah, it is bad. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. No, I wasn't. All right, nothing meant, Jeff. They couldn't see my actions on on the uh, 
You follow but I me? could, and I was offended. Uh, Atlanta wins 12-7. <laughs> Coach, he's sick. Atlanta wins 12-7 in Minnesota. Uh, one more here. That ball is hammered to center. Kepler going back to the 4-11 side. Not getting that one. Freddie Freeman, a three-run homer. Yeah, just center cut. Maybe Freddie needs to talk to the two of us about how he doesn't feel good. Who is that he gets stuck right, right there? there on that front foot. That's what I was going to ask you. Who does the game with Skip? I mean, uh, Chip. Who does uh, the game with Chip? Uh, Who is this guy? Uh, uh, Fr- Fran. Uh, Terry Francoeur? Yeah. Or Francona? Francoeur. I mean Francona. Francoeur. That's the guy yeah, that. Francoeur. Yeah, that's the guy that the usher asked me not to boo because the parents were sitting next to me that night. Probably. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. And now he's on TV? Are you kidding me? That's the guy? That's him. All right. Did I tell you that story? Uh-uh. Oh, it was so sad. To me, it was. Uh, you remember when he was in Atlanta? He had he went through this terrible skid where he just was not playing well, not hitting well. And I, we were they were playing the Cubs. I got tickets way in advance, top row, right up third base because, you know, walking up and down the steps. <coughs> had the girls. I had a couple of friends and – we sit down, get there, let him. Anyway, Usher comes up, wipes the seat, said, you know, said, sir, you don't said something to the effect, would I, was I going to boo or something? And, and I looked at him, I was like, what? You know, what are you talking about? He said, well, do you, uh, something about Francoeur. And I was like, what about him? And he says, well, you know, um, he went through this long ordeal. I said, what's wrong? And he said, well, his parents would sit right here, which was the next row down right in front of me. And I was like, and? And they go, well, they moved away from the VIP section down there because everybody was hollering about their son. I said, sir, I could care less about their son. He can go old for the night, and I'm good. <laughs> so, but isn't that sad? I mean, they had to add. He was wanting me to – he was kind of letting me know, don't – I'm like, look, man, I, first off, he's getting paid. But second off, I'm not going – I mean, but – Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Think about that. I mean, that's just something – I have two kids. I, that would be difficult. Yeah. But his parents, you got to understand. Once you become a professional, that's part of the gig. I mean, yeah, if right. you don't play good, you're going to get. It has still been in my mind that they had to move up, and I'm like, man. But I also sit there and go, well, you know, kind of have to take that when you, you know what I mean. You take yeah. the good with the back. Seven twenty one, six twenty one. On the mark continues. Seven twenty five, six twenty five Central. Welcome back on the mark. D Mark, Coach Dan Washburn, Jeffrey Craig, broadcasting from the Orthopedic Clinic Studios on this Wednesday. Mayor Gary Fuller in the next hour from Opelika. Mayor Ron Andrews in the bottom of the next hour from Auburn. We will have two council reports uh, in the next hour. <coughs> That's presented by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Normally, we would have an hour separating each, but we're we're kind of having to go on the fly. By the way, Jeff, we took care of this uh, thing over here that cut my leg 17 times. Van came in here and unscrewed it out for me. That day, we were trying to get it off. This thing right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we finally got it off uh, after you, cut my leg. Well, I'm glad you got that off. Yeah. Morton. Yesterday. That's important. It is. I was pulling these screws. I was reminding him because he didn't. This and all just need to know that. Let me tell you this. Uh, There was a gentleman that used to sit inside the studio. He also started keeping stats uh, with Jeff and I and Jeter when he was in the ninth grade, Tyler Pig. Yep. 
Tyler went on to Tyler had that uh he had that it factor when it comes to uh sports and sports publicity and marketing and uh understanding sports and so on. Well Tyler uh, excuse me helped with the broadcast for many throughout his high school careers, went on to Troy with a scholarship, helped the athletic department, left Troy, uh got a job at Auburn University. Uh, in the uh, communications department, media relations department, um, went to Oklahoma. And yesterday he joined Houston University as associate AD for communications. So what congratulations to Eddie and Krista Pig's son. Tyler P. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. He's joined the university. Yeah, absolutely. Great family and great young man. They great were family. so happy. A good mother. Now. Oh, man, let's just pump the brakes. Mama's good. We got to worry about it, Daddy. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Eddie. Eddie and Krista Pig, a part of the Valley when they were younger, now part of the Opelika community. Um, Pig will serve as a primary contact for Houston Cougar football program while overseeing the public publicity efforts for all 17 Houston Ports programs. How about that? That's good. That's bigger That's than good. Wayne Newton right there. That's a young man that got his start with a dream. And uh, there you go. <laughs> he and his wife, uh, Mary Turner. Uh, and this is from the Houston uh, Athletic Department. We're excited to welcome Tyler and his wife, as they said, Mary Turner, to the Houston Athletic family. He's been a part of the outstanding communications team at Oklahoma and Auburn and brings great energy and experience to Houston. We look forward to his leadership and our strategic communication team, his collaboration with our external units as we promote the great work of our student athletes and coaches across all media platforms. Um, so good for Tyler Pig. Uh, he's worked his variety of NCAA championship events, the 2019 college football playoff event, <coughs> excuse me, the 2017 Big 12 football championship game, the 2017 women's um, uh, final four, the 17 NCAA women's basketball regional in Oklahoma, uh, the uh, World Series, uh, the Women's College World Series in 16, 17, and 19. He spent four years at Oklahoma. He was the director of athletics communication last year. He served as primary contact for the women's basketball program, men's team, and will oversee the, and he oversaw the uh, publication of the media guide for football, but he's over it all. At Oklahoma. I mean, at Houston. From, at leaving Oklahoma. Tyler Pig. How about that? Okay, congratulations, congratulations, Tyler. Tyler. Man, that's, yep. that's, that's great. That's good stuff. That's uh, top drawer stuff. And no question. Um, 
that's one of those that this tells you, you just need to buckle down. If you got a dream, you need to go for it. Follow the dream. Would would y'all be right? Absolutely. You'd be right. So uh, we're proud of Tyler. I reached out to him. Uh, hopefully we can get him on. He's big time now. Uh, he's big time. Only thing I can tell him is buckle down on traffic, son. <laughs> you're going to an area. Of course, he's probably pretty much sure. But you're going to an area. Got a whole lot of folks. Um, high, school, high school has had two days, coach. So they've been in shorts. Now they can move on into the – so we've had a lot of comment about week two and day twos and they two days in shorts and then they go yeah, to shoulder pads. Yeah, we all good there. Any issues? One day all... and they go full full yep. gear on Friday. Yep, yep. Uh, of course, they don't have to do that that way. Do the coach? They no, can... no. Wait, they stay in shorts all week. That's long. right. That's right. That's right. Some some teams that uh, that are uh, kind of. Uh, thin and uh, in personnel and depth, they they don't hit much in the, in the fall. They do the hitting in the spring and and let it go in the fall and get <laughs> get, get prepared to play. You're right, coach. We've had coaches mention that before. Mm-hmm. Were you a big hitter in the fall? You believe? I mean, this time of year, we hit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bat an eye. He did. We hit all the time. Yeah, I, when I first heard I thud, I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> Look at him sitting there. <laughs> you bad, coach. You bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, Y'all hit. Do you think St. Paul's will compete better in 6A this year? Ask him those questions. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know about the St. Paul. Are you stuttering a little bit, coach? St. Paul's is out of my mind, out of sight and out of mind. Well, he asked. Well, he has about, some questions. I think about him every day. But, uh, <laughs> they're going to be in 6A this year. Again. Back again. Yeah. He's Again, he's got yeah. them on his mind. You know they were six and two in region play last year, but the two games Wait, they oh, lost. Oh, yeah, they, the Jackson and no, they ain't in there with Jackson no more. Thank I, I, I know Jackson. Being funny because <laughs> yeah. uh, they lost to uh, uh, Sarah Land and Spanish Fort combined score of fifty seven nothing consecutive games, and then they lost to Opelika. What was that score? Thirty eight to twenty. Mm. Well, that's uh, Coach Massey. Oh, oh that's sixty six or seventy six. What was it? Add that up. Steve 57. Mask, that's, uh, that's 95, Mark. 21 to 5. <laughs> oh, it was 50. Oh. 95 three to 20. Three in three games. games. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Why are you laughing? Oh, you just. Go ahead, Coach. Go ahead. I, I don't know whether Coach Mask is. Uh, I like change, Coach Mask. Changes attitude or, or is uh, accepted what is, what is what is. And Coach, he accepted them the whoopings last year. I promise you. <laughs> he filed suit. Yeah, <laughs> you know they lost they lost twelve seniors last year, coach, but only three of them were starters. So really, they got eighteen starters coming back. This this is interesting though. They got a six seven uh, a six seven offensive lineman, a six three uh, offensive lineman. He's uh, <coughs> Ivan Schultz. He's a uh, Roger Schultz's son. Y'all remember him playing? I do remember Roger got a, Schultz. Now he, here's the. Now, he was in Columbus. This helps time. out right here. They got a six three and a half transfer, Lucas <laughs> Taylor. Transfer from where? I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, you know a lot <laughs> about St. Paul's. The problem's depth, Coach. No, it's not. <laughs> got a hundred and twenty. Oh, I don't know what the rock, what the rooster has on the coach, but uh, you know, I, I think <laughs> he'll have enough to play with. <laughs> 
Oh, he yeah. Can't, he can't he beat, gonna leave at 22 23. He can't beat UMS Wright. He can't beat Terry Curtis. That's his big nemesis. Well, that's, they're not in six, they are, they coach. No. no. Okay, he got to play so, Spanish forward. And well, that's I was, what I want to tell Steve, not to worry about those six. They can't worry about UMS. Well, you want to – wait a minute now. You want to tell who? Coach Mask, not to worry so much about uh, – Let me call him real quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll tell him. I'll tell him. What are you saying? Don't worry about who? He, he don't need to worry about those six A opponents till he gets away and beat those five A opponents, four A opponents. Well, unfortunately, he's got to worry about them now, coach, because they on his schedule. <laughs> he has no choice, coach. He's got, he, he got, got eight, he got eight of them on there. <laughs> he's got to play them, and then he, he go back to worry about, about the five A's. <laughs> but uh, look now, let me make sure we clarify. I think the transfer is going to help him out. Uh, help anchor that off. <laughs> Just for the listening audience. We're only talking about this associate, this member school because they sued the association. Coach Mask is a great guy. He knows all of it. Well, Jeff may not know him well like we do. No, I don't. I don't know him at all. Okay. I know him well. You know him well. Well, you probably know him well than I do. But Oh, no. I don't know. These coaches, you got them. <laughs> don't be like, okay. Oh, you think, are you thinking if I knew him, I might be kind or gentle? No, that has zero to do with it. I was just letting my <laughs> listening audience know. Uh, but um, because he sued, we've been after. We've kind of. Jostled, yeah. I knew Coach Mask when he was at Muscle Shoals, and then he came down to. Yeah. Oh, he did. Down Man, he to, that was a big move for him. I mean, that's from one end of the state to the other. Yeah, it is coming <laughs> down to St. Paul's. But what, did he have enough time in like the <laughs> public school system? Or did he retire? I don't think so. He might have had. You know, had twenty five years, but I don't believe he did. Okay, he just got paid. Then. Yeah. yeah, that's why he came. Okay, I was trying to. I think he might be How did under, he, was under he, a little duress up <laughs> Well, Coach, do tell. Uh, I, I'm not sure on that, but that could have been. There's a reason he didn't retire and move on. Okay. All right. Well, well, he's at uh he's at St. Paul now, and he's they moved to six eight. All yeah. right. All right. I'm gonna move on from him. Will you and S right? Were they three peak coach? This <laughs> they win it again this year. I think so. In four A. I tell you, you talk about UMS. Terry Curtis is a great coach. Coach, thank you. He, he does. He bring. He bring. <laughs> he brings. Uh, he gets great coaches to coach with him. And uh, you, yeah. I mean, all of them head coaches. It helps have great players too. We, all right, I'm on, you be quiet, Jeff, so I can stop laughing. All right, just just hold on, Jeff, just for a few minutes. That talk about his staff. That's something when I walked into the side to his little meeting room he's got a who's who coaching staff. oh yeah he's got a jeffy i mean <laughs> he, he he hires he uh, hires good he hires retired public school coaches that have been real successful in the area and brings them on and every one of them could be the head coach dip with their salary and they do a great job coaching for them. could they not be all the head coach yeah sure. tell the truth yeah absolutely Several of those guys could. I, I don't about, mean it. This is four. Thank you. But, uh, that could take the job. That, that's right. That, mm-hmm. that he can turn loose out there and not oh, worry about. Yeah. It. That's what I mean. And and don't go back. Please don't. Because I can't handle it no more. Uh, man, we're talking about UMS yeah, right we now. Stay on that. All, all right. right. All right. Well, what, who's his head recruiter, coach? I mean, who's the guy that? <laughs> He's in charge of recruiting. Yeah. Which coach is that? Well, I'm sure they got got the staff. Yeah, think. Yeah, think. He is on fire. Well, yeah, I wonder if he had you any transfers. Look, you just year. look at Mobile, and, and you look Uh-oh, at here we go. Pauls, McGill, Tulin, UMS, Wright, uh, Mobile Christian, Faith Christian Academy. Uh, 
Uh, that's about six. Six, Coach, there's a bunch. I mean, strong uh, private schools in Mobile. Name them again. You plus the Murphys and the – uh, well, other, plus the well, yeah. coach. These are old. Davidson. I mean, well, yeah. All right, well, I'm thinking about now. Look, we we know the public schools. Don't don't. Hey, we know we know what <laughs> yeah, eight I didn't mile have to name. And, and Pritchard yeah, and all that. I mean, come on, man. Them. We know them. We'd well, have to uh, name those in, in <laughs> yeah. uh, two five one. Go ahead. I, I'm talking about the 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 ones with high academic standards. <laughs> That are playing in the high school athletic association. Do you, is that a criteria for a guy to transfer? I mean, they got a. Do they? I mean, surely, surely there's there's a. He asking you these questions. They don't have to, a private school. Don't have to take just whoever they got to. No, they don't have to take anybody. Right? Oh, they, they, uh, the they, ones that play in the high school. This is this is why private people don't understand why private schools have some sanctions placed on them there like that. Like the one, uh, 1.35 uh, ratio coach, or the coach, competitive, excuse me, uh, coach. Com- competitive balance. balance factor. Go ahead. Sir. That's two things. That's, <laughs> I was just making sure you said it. That's right. what Coach Mask, uh, the ratio was one thing and the competitive balance. Oh, we sue in both sides of that. Yeah. They did. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what it is. Like 1.35% per- <laughs> smarter. 135% smarter than the, the average. Student. Go ahead, like, Coach. I'm going to cut his know, mic I can't, I can't comment on that because I don't know. I don't no, know how smart that's they are. Good. I just know what you say is true. They they take uh, – they're selective in yeah. uh, the student population. They select – right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they do, do public, school, public schools cannot do that. All right, here. All right, let me ask you this. Right, you know what, Jeff? I'm we're up against – you doing good. I, hey, you are doing well because he is on fire this morning. <laughs> I'm going to pull you out of this little heat and bath. We're going to take a break. <laughs> We're going to come back. We're going to talk about something. we got something. two minutes for the next break. i got <laughs> no, a question. I'm taking it. <laughs> can I good. ask a question? Go ahead. One more. Uh, you got you got a, a four four six four receiver that can – a 40-inch vertical leap that's got hands that, that are 10 inches long and just don't drop balls, all right? But he Julio, made, you mean? But he, but he made a three on his ACT, and he wants to come to school there, do you – well, they got a special program. We have a special oh, program. Okay. They got what's called academic needs, right? You have to have so okay, many. Right. Uh, I, I really can't. You're listening to On the Mark from the Orthopedic Clinic Studios on Fox Sports The Game. Stay tuned for more On the Mark. Seven forty-four Eastern, six forty-four Central. You're on the mark. From the Orthopedic Clinic Studios inside the iHeartRadio headquarters on Fox Sports, the game, 9, 10, 13, 10. D-Mark Mitchell, Jeffrey Craig Sasser, Coach Dan Washburn on a Wednesday. Excuse me. Coach, something very serious yesterday in Dale County. This can happen anywhere, anytime, right here, anywhere. A sophomore football player at Dale County High School. This is near Dothan in Midland City. Collapsed yesterday morning at practice. He was saved with the use of an automated external defibrillator. AED. <coughs> the Dothan Eagle identified sophomore Adavian, A D A V E I O N Jackson who plays defensive back and wide receiver, was taken to Flowers Hospital in Dothan via airlifted, via helicopter, to UAB. Quote, we are hoping for the good, for a good outcome, 
We still need the general public keep the family and the young man in their prayers. The young man is not out of the woods. This was late yesterday. That's Dale County Superintendent Ben Baker. We're talking about a football player that collapsed. The AHSAA, the Alabama High School Athletic Association, regulations require schools to develop an emergency action plan of how to handle handle situations like this. It appears that Dale County executed it to the perfection. As one coach dialed one one coach dialed nine one one, and one coach went to get the defibrillator, the AED. The AD was used to shock Jackson, who was in cardiac arrest. This is a 10th grade young man yesterday at Dale County on the football field. It likely saved his life. Quote, we are thankful and counting our blessings that the young man is stable, the superintendent said. High school football practice began, as we know. We talked about the mandating uh, that the governing body mandates. We went over the mandates for you Monday. Dale County apparently began practice just after 7 a.m. He collapsed less than 10 minutes into the workout. Unbelievable, Coach. Ten minutes into the ten minutes he went. Now it tells you he had some some defect uh, in before coming. Oh, yeah, something that, already medically, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah a medical condition. Wrong, yeah, but, but the, the point auto, being, the defibrillator. There you life. go. You put those paddles on them, shock your heart back. <laughs> Most schools have them now. We had a we had a uh, individual out of Birmingham that started that. When I was there, and we had schools, I, I we counted them one time. There was, there was probably half our schools had access to a, uh, immediate access to AED, uh, and it, it's just uh, a lot of schools have them in the uh, first aid department in the principal's office as well as the H athletic department, and they're well enough off to have them two or three on campus and. You have that many students, you know. You don't know wow. what you're dealing with on a daily. Is that basis. something you have to train them to use, coach? Or it tells you how. It, it really. We have one at the ballpark, and I asked about it, and they say, "Oh, you, it'll tell you how too." Yeah. You just <laughs> place those easy. paddles on there and push a button. So if you if somebody collapses, they don't have a heartbeat. You throw them paddles to them. Is yeah. that basically yep. what it? Okay. The Alabama High School Athletic Association released a statement yesterday concerning this. The preparedness of Dale County High School head football coach Dan Moore and his football coaching staff and their quick actions in implementing the school's emergency plan saved a student's life. Dale County Superintendent Ben Baker confirmed this, as we just said uh, earlier. We're talking with a sophomore. We're talking about a sophomore in Midland City um, um, that collapsed yesterday during football practice and the at Dale County, and the coaching staff went into mode, their emergency mode, and one went and got the AED, and one called nine one one, and uh, they were very thankful that the training that had a trainer uh, that was on staff there provided. Uh, basically, this uh, this morning at about seven fifteen, this is a quote: <clears throat> They had just got it starting about ten minutes uh, into practice. The team was doing some defensive drills, running patterns when a fifteen year old student athlete collapsed. It was cardiac arrest. The coaches immediately implemented their emergency plan, knowing their responsibilities. One coach did as he did, was supposed to do, Nile 911. One coach was supposed to go get the CPR. He immediately went and got the, the defibrillator. 
Uh, I mean, performed CPR. The other one went and got the defibrillator. We had three coaches move. Boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. Simultaneously. Yeah. Without hesitation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then one went to the road to meet the – like, And show them how to get Show them how to get into the gate. So yeah. every – there was a complete plan put in, in place. place, and they executed it like a touchdown. Yeah. And that's – I hate to refer it to that way, but speaking in terms because young man's, you know, is doing well or seems to be better today. Uh, we'll continue with that. The coaches continued administering CPR until the AED arrived. Uh, they then shocked the child um, and shocked him twice. On the second shot, the child began to gasp for breath, and his heart went back into rhythm. The ambulance arrived. Paramedics took the child to Flowers Hospital, and he was flown to UAB as precautionary. Um, they they praised everybody, how calm everybody was, the trainers, um, the staff, and and this is what <coughs> excuse me for this. This is what the superintendent Baker urges schools across the state and the nation to take note how vital having a plan in place and having AEDs available. Quote: I know that schools may not have AEDs, but they need to get them regardless of the cost. They need to find a way. They need them where they can get to them quickly. You've got to have one in the field house, the gym, the field, the basketball stadium, the bathroom, regardless of the cost, said Dale County superintendents. We put them on our walls all over our campuses. We're not satisfied with just one in the nurse's station. We want them at all facilities because it proved today it can save a child's life. I know it is expensive, but a child's life is worth every dime. The physicians told us without the AED and CPR, the chances of survival. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Or unlikely. Yeah. However, each coach knew what they were supposed to do and followed through with it. Why, he asked? Because they practice it. Hours later, Baker was still praising the coaches and how they handled it in professionalism. That's a good uh, example across the state. Uh, to, uh, I'm sure the association will use it and uh, at their next. That was next from the association. They'll by have the way. that coach there teaching at that plan to <coughs> other coaches, and what kind of plan they had in place. Uh, one one coach goes and does makes a call. Now we had that when I coached. Well, yeah, you're supposed to, but now I just had, think of the I details. I had three coaches on my sideline. Each one of them, you one of them went to the. We didn't have cell phones back in the seventies. Coach, we didn't have them when Jeff and I were in school in the 80s. We had that yeah, phone in the hall up there. Yeah, somebody <laughs> was to sprint to the, sprint to the office and call uh, the 911, and uh, we had people had, – another coach went to the outside gate, make sure that gate was swung open. The gate, uh, See, that's something inner gate to the field was swung open. And we didn't want him to go around the track. We wanted him to come on the so field. So you did like they did. They had a meeting. They had a coach yeah. meeting the ambulance at the road directing it. I'm just saying they executed that almost like it was a mock drill. Save the young man's life. Uh, I can't remember one time we had an ambulance come on the field. I had a elbow hopper extended. It was a scary look. And 
I just, I just didn't, didn't want it touched, and the boy was in pain, and I, I wanted somebody there quickly to administer to it. We didn't have we didn't have trainers back then with us on, at practice, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just uh, we had to do it ourselves, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, you know you had to have something like that. As much as we had going on, and uh, much hitting as we did, and uh, running, and and the heat. You had to be very cautious of that. Uh, I told you before, we had breaks where we had them undress their upper body, uh, take the pads off, and cool down in a shady place. Well, we'll continue. And get water and uh, you, you sounded to me like, Coach, you were a little bit ahead of the game on what was required. Well, I went to, I went to these, uh, any kind of clinic they had on, on uh, that sort of stuff, I was there and taking notes and, and wanted to be sure that we had those things in place because that's scary. You you got you're in charge of that child just like a parent when you have them on, in a in a situation like that. You it's called in loco parentis. You just uh, you you take the place of a, a parent and, and you treat them, treat them. If you think if you get to think and treat them just like your child, <coughs> just like you do with your child. That's well, coach, I, we worked hard and we. We did. Uh, people talk about our practices. Our kids do, but hey, uh, they knew they were ready to play a full game in the fourth quarter. And uh, when it, when the time came, and uh, we we uh, uh, they respected that and they worked hard. Well, I, when I read that yesterday, I just I got well I got chill bumps uh, because of course without God nothing can happen. But, you got that right, and, and that's, that's Midland City and Dale County outside so Ozark. Kudos, and we need to pray, and and, and we need home, to keep praying we talk for the young about man. The home hometown, home county for Lamar Brooks. Lamar Brooks, great man. I love him. Yeah. I love Lamar Brooks. On the mark continues. We'll have Opelika Mayor Gary uh, Fuller, Auburn Mayor Ron Anders, City Council reports when we come back. Presented by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. You're on the mark with Coach Washburn, Jeff Sasser. I'm D. Moore. Seven o three Central, eight o three Eastern. Good morning. Welcome to On the Mark from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio inside the Our Heart Radio headquarters. You're listening to On the Mark on Fox Sports, the game nine ten thirteen ten a.m. You can also listen to us on the World Wide Web. I always want to go kicker, but you can listen to us at the World Wide Web at foxsportsthegame.com. You can also uh, go to the iHeart Radio app, download uh, it. Search on the mark or search Fox Sports the game nine ten thirteen ten. I'm D. Mark Mitchell, Jeffrey Craig Sasser, Coach Dan Washburn joins us on a Wednesday, the seventh day of August, uh, and it is Wednesday after this is the first official week in the month. So the first and third Tuesday, Opelika has a city council meeting, and we're going to the Hamilton's Hotline to bring in the head man, the mayor of the city of Opelika, four-term mayor, going to seat number five to give us a recap live from Opelika, the mayor, the man, my good friend, Mayor Gary Fuller. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, D. Martin, Jeff, and Coach. It's, uh, of course, as always, great to be with you fellows, and uh, congratulations on uh, all the uh, new folks that you're talking to up in uh Lynette, West Point, and Valley, Mark, with 13.10 a.m. And um, I know Mayor uh, Leonard Riley and, of course, uh, uh, the— um, Mayor McCoy. Uh, 
um, Kyle McCoy, Kyle and I serve on the AMEA board of directors together, and so uh, they got a lot of great things going on in the uh, in the, the Valley area with um, Valerie Gray, their economic development director, and her staff do a terrific job. And I think most of them were just down at the coast for the EDAA meeting. That's the economic Development Association of Alabama, and uh, we were fully represented down there. But, Mark, we did have a council meeting last night, but before the council meeting, Chief McCarran and I went over to National Night Out, and we met uh, all of our council members over there, except Councilman Cannon, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, David had been a little under the weather. He did make it to the council meeting, but he didn't come to the National Night Out. But Eddie, Patsy, Tiffany, and Dozier were all there. And last night was the 36th anniversary celebration of National Night Out in Opelika. We had a number of Opelika police officers, firefighters. Chief Prather was there. Of course, Chief McCarran was there. And National Night Out has been bringing folks together for 100 years. And this thing started several years ago. Maddie Clark was to my knowledge, the first person to bring it to Opelika, and now Valenstein and Oscar Penn are are doing it. But uh, it was great to be with them and recognize the number of folks and churches. And then then we had to scoot out of there so we could get to the council meeting and, <clears throat> excuse me, had a very short work session, but then had a uh, had an excellent council meeting. Mark. Many of your listeners in the Opelika area will be interested to know we got word late yesterday afternoon that the crews will be working on First Avenue in downtown Opelika this morning. They'll be uh, paving the intersection of First Avenue and 7th Street and First uh, Avenue and 8th Street. That's where there's been a lot of uh, construction with uh, those new businesses there between 7th and 8th Street. The Utility board's been in there and done some work, and so they're going to be down there resurfacing this morning. So we would encourage you to avoid the area if you can. And this is uh, north of the railroad tracks. Of course, First Avenue is just north of uh, North Railroad Avenue. Okay, okay. It's been kind of rough, uh, folks going through that area the past several weeks, but they'll be in there working today. I think, um, Mike Hillier or or Scott Parker told me that East Alabama Paving would be in there doing that work. So uh, just to kind of stay away from that area, if you can, I think they'll probably have flag people there. But, you know, it's going to be a slowdown. And, but it's important we get this done. And I tell you, downtown Opelika looks so good and so many great merchants down there and entrepreneurs that are doing so well and we're very, very proud of uh, what's going on in downtown Opelika. No doubt. Now, we're talking to Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller on the mark at 808 Eastern, 708 Central. Our Mayor's Report is brought to you by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, uh, DD and her good folks at Four Seasons. Now, Mayor, that would be is what I call um, the old Doris Avenue Street. Would that be correct? Doris Signs, as I call it? Exactly right. All right. Signs and uh, of course, many, many years ago with Cannon Motor Company, I think that was David's, I can't remember if it was his daddy or granddaddy, mm-hmm. had an automobile dealership down there. But it's Mr. The, Pian's uh, place, kind of, too, yeah. Yeah, kind of the cotton warehouse district, and Richard Patton has done so much work down there on developing that. And of course, you got Mama Mocha's 
coffee. And yesterday at City Hall, uh, Joe and I were coming back, I think, from uh, Rotary. And Joey said, you smell that? And I said, yeah, I do. I said, what, what is that? He said, they're, they're roasting coffee beans down at Mama Mocha's. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. And, uh, of course, you got Resting Pulse Brewery is, is new. And uh, Sneak and Dawdle is uh, there. I haven't been in that place. And then there's uh, some other shops. So uh, uh, that's And that's where our next streetscape will will be. Okay. See, Mark, where we're going to uh, remove the above-ground uh Utility uh, power lines and uh, point broadband cable lines, and we're going to put all that underground and redo the sidewalks, and and it's going to be very very nice. And so we're glad to do that. Mark, at the council meeting last night, uh, I nominated for the historic preservation commission. The way that's set up, the mayor nominates uh, folks. And then the council uh, confirms, or I guess they could, I guess they could not confirm. <laughs> that, that's never happened. But uh, last night I asked the council to renew or reappoint uh, Margaret Mayfield and Mark Grantham to the Historic Preservation Commission. And and then during the the meeting, before the end of the meeting, uh, they did indeed do that. I reminded our uh, council members and folks in attendance. We've got a big event coming up this Saturday morning at the Sportsplex, 10 a.m. for the ribbon cutting of the new Pickleball Stadium. And so many folks have asked me, what is Pickleball and how do you play? And, well, it's the hottest new sport in America. And we've already been – listen, folks, We I saw a thing from Las Vegas where the Las Vegas Pickleball Association was showing pictures of the Opelika Pickleball Facility and wondering why they couldn't have something like that in Las Vegas. So uh, they've arranged for some uh, really great pickleball players to come in and put on an exhibition Saturday morning. So if you want to learn how to play, we invite. it's a pretty simple game, really and truly. So we invite you to come out. There will be classes to uh, teach folks how to play, but it's very, very popular. And we've got the Opelika-Auburn Pickleball Association. And of course, this is their new headquarters. So that will be uh, Saturday morning. Then at the end of the month, we'll celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Sportsplex. Now, one other event coming up, Mark, that you and your listeners will want to know about, this will be on uh, Friday, August 16th at Municipal Park, food day for United Way between 5 and 7 p.m. They're going to have all kind of games for kids, duck race, children's art, T-shirts for sale, special guests like Sparky, Aubie, and the Opelika High cheerleaders. They're going to have a live bull from Bulls, Bands, and Barrels. I think that takes place the next night uh, out at the fairgrounds on the 17th. But food trucks and local restaurants will be there. Uh, DJ Silky Tone, I'm not sure with, uh, I'm not, I don't think I've met DJ Silky that, Tone. Oh, is that DJ Larkus Fuller? Would that be yeah, a DJ? Silky Tone, yeah. Okay. He's yeah. a DJ too? Oh, oh, yeah. He'll, you know, play music. Oh, games. there you go, Mayor. Yeah. Jeff's the music guy. Yeah. Well, isn't that the saxophone player? No, Silky Tone, he does, uh, 
you know, he he. I he think he can do. He'll he'll play. He'll set up karaoke. He'll play. You know, music. He does it. He does it all. Larkus Fuller, I think, is what, yeah, what his name that's is. Silky now, tone. What's that day called, Mayor Food? What did you call it? Food Day for United Way. For United Way. All right. And that's the sixteenth. Yes, sir. That's on Friday the sixteenth, which will be a week from this Friday. And Mark, what the city's doing, and Lake Creeling is our uh, line leader and champion for United Way, and and they came up with this. So any any proceeds from Food Day for United Way will go to United Way of Lake County. So hope the folks will come and be with us. That's where Laura and I plan to have dinner on the 16th is out at the park. Now, the big deal last night at the council meeting, or one of the big deals as far as I was concerned, we had a graduation for our YES uh, students. That's Youth Employment Success Program. This was the first year that we've done it. We were we had planned to hire 20 young people. We we wound up with 19. Uh, I'm sorry, wound up with 18. And for for 11 of them, it was their very first job. Wow. And then we had two participants that worked two jobs uh, during the entire program. These these young folks, Mark, worked four hours a day, Monday through Friday in all kind of different departments around the city, from the fire department to information technology to Opelika Environmental Services, ESG, um, uh, all over the place. So uh, we paid them the minimum wage, which is $7 and a quarter an hour. They work 20 hours a week, so that's $145 gross. After taxes, I think uh, their take-home was about $120 a week. And so for some of our young people, well, for 11 of them, it was their first ever job. And we had a couple of parents that spoke during Citizens Communication and expressed their gratitude to the council for us doing that. We're going to make it even better next year. We we got kind of in a rush about doing it this year. But next year we hope to get more young folks involved and get some other local companies and businesses and we'll have a, an interview day, and we'll try to get this done back in March so that um, we can get a lot of young folks, get them to work, and give them a chance to make some money and uh, learn some things. They, uh, they uh, taught the job skills. They did, got mentorship, uh, evaluations, had a resume workshop. So uh, it was a learning experience, and then they had to work. They had... Uh, you know, I reminded them that uh, the taxpayers of Opelika were picking up the tab. So uh, Mark, you, Jeff, and Coach all helped pay the salaries of these young folks that worked during the summer. I love so it. I appreciate that. And we had a number of them with us uh, last night. We gave them a challenge coin and uh, our very That's best good. wishes for continued success. You know what, Mayor? I'm glad that some of the parents came to say thanks. That makes it worthwhile, too. And I'm sure the young Folks at work, work enjoyed. I worked in the summer. I worked for the rec department when I was 12, all the way up. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, that's yeah. good stuff. Mayor Gary Fuller with us on the Hamilton's Hotline, 716-816 Central. All right, Mayor, is there anything else you want to? Yes, sir. Right, uh, and by the way, Mark, I, I want to thank Lisa Sant. Lisa is the new executive director of the Lee Russell Council of Governments. We have a Lee Russell board meeting at 8 o'clock this that's morning. Right that Councilman Cannon and I will be involved in, along with Mayor Ron Anders and Councilman uh, uh, Tommy Dawson from Auburn, uh, Judge uh, uh, 
probate judge Bill English and then County Commissioner uh, Johnny Lawrence will all be here for the Lee Russell board meeting. So Lisa's allowing me to use her office this morning uh, for it to be the Hamilton hotline back to you at the radio ranch. All right. That's good. I appreciate that. I I'm, I was wondering about that when you called because Mayor Ray, Ron told me he, he'd have to call after you because of that meeting. So Yes, sir. I'm glad you mentioned Mark, we the council approved a uh, street closure request uh, by First Baptist Church on August 14th. Then we requested a street closure for the United Way event on the 16th. Then uh, we had a couple of public hearings on weed abatements. Uh, the council approved a, a retail beer and wine uh, off-premise license for 280 Marathon. We approved the uh, awarding a bid for a nine street improvement. A nine street is off of Columbus Parkway, uh, 280. If you're going uh, east towards Columbus, it's on the right. And it's a street that will be the access for the new convenience store that's being constructed on that property. This is across the street from McDonald's and Burger King and uh, Taco Bell. So we awarded that bid to D&J in the amount of $356,980. Then uh, we also approved the uh, CDBG uh, action plan for this year. We did a contract extension with advanced uh, disposal, and then we accepted some money from the estate of David M. Forker. I think it was about 28000 Apparently, Mr. Forker, uh, well, he, he did pass away and, and uh, left uh, several trusts, and the city has been recipient of two of those trusts. So, uh, of course, the council uh, accepted that. Then a special appropriation to the Opelika Learning Center. Each council member contributed $1,000 from their discretionary fund. Then we, the council approved that uh, at our request uh, an increase in the starting salary for the new municipal court clerk, that, um, and, and the council approved that. And I want to congratulate Denise Rogers. For being, uh, for accepting the uh, position as. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Municipal court clerk and help like So other than that, Mark, I think that, that pretty much did it. And, of course, the Braves won again last <laughs> Yes, so. they did, Mayor. You're right. And that's a good report. And I've got something to ask you. Yesterday, yes, riding to the post office, I noticed, and I get, see, it would have been... Uh, Ninth uh, Street, right there in front of uh, where I attend church, they were uh, plowing up the walkway, and I stopped and because it was a stop sign, and I said, I said, what's going on, guys? And they said, well, we're having to dig up the crosswalk and make it uh, handicap accessible, and I was a little bit confused by that, Mayor. Are they not handicap accessible now? They, this, um, well, we thought they were, but you know, we uh, recently um, were fortunate enough to hire Kevin Rice. And uh, the we we had a number of um, 
areas that were not ADA compliant. Oh. Okay. So part, part of our goal is to become ADA compliant throughout the city, and and we're, we're expending uh, uh, significant funds on making this happen with sidewalks, with crosswalks, as you mentioned there on uh, 9th and Avenue B is where they're working. And, uh, but that work will continue, and... And I think, and we're starting starting downtown, and then we'll spread out to other parts of the community. We'll go on the south side of town. We'll go on the north side of town. And here in the coming weeks, Mark, if you'll notice going down 10th Street, if you'll look, you'll see some, some trees with a big orange or red yes, dot mm-hmm. on them. Uh, those trees are going to be removed. And we've had public meetings about this. We've explained it to property owners and the folks, and I know somebody, first day a tree crew's in there to remove a tree, folks going to be wondering what's going on, but that that's what it is, and many of these trees are diseased, and others uh, interfere with us becoming ADA compliant. We're going to become ADA compliant, there's no question about that, it's going to take us uh, two or three years, you know, to do it, but that's one of our goals, and that's what we're going to do. So that's that's the work you were seeing yesterday. Okay, good deal. I just was curious because I thought it was fine, and I understand I had someone texting. It was also for visually impaired people too. So, hey, I'm all about all of that. I just was confused because I did not know, Mayor. I thought it looked beautiful and – you know, but I'm also, you know, not an expert on that, and I know you, and I know the city's going to do what's right. So there you go. And, well, and and you know what, Mark, as, as you know, there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. There you go. We, we thought we were in pretty good shape on compliance till we got to to really dig it into it, and then uh, Lisa McLeod, who is our HR director, was the line leader on uh, coming up with what all we needed to do, and then we hired some 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 folks that understand about this and people that understand trees and and of course how to measure and make things compliant and then all city structures will certainly become ADA compliant. We're going to do a lot of work over at the Covington Recreation Center. We're going to make some significant changes there. It's been a while since Covington Rec Center's had a kind of a facelift. Mm-hmm. But while we're doing that, Mark, we want the bathrooms and locker rooms and access to be ADA compliant. And so we're going to do that. Of course, the new police department and municipal court building will be ADA compliant. And, and, and of course, that's under construction right now. All right. Good deal. You are the man, Mayor. Thank you so much for the time. First Lady and the family doing well. Hey, we're doing we're doing outstanding. Um, Jenny Fuller sent me a picture yesterday. She she bought a kayak. Oh my! And, uh, she and uh, Patrick are are hunting. They, they're uh, kayaking. So uh, <laughs> and um, uh, Gary Junior, I guess, trying to hit that pellet a little there bit on the go. weekend. There you go. Yeah, but they they they're all doing good and uh, good. Balls playing a lot of. Playing a lot of tennis, so uh, things are good in the neighborhood. Ellie's doing great as well. Good deal. Mayor, thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thanks, Mark. Yes, sir. That's Mayor Gary Fuller on the mark, presented by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Quick break on the mark. Mayor Ron Anders in the next. 728 Central. 
828 Eastern. You're on the mark. When you two start doing that right there, what am I supposed to do? Y'all start conjuring up stuff over there. Oh, no. No. You got that all wrong, Marsh. You don't anybody that was. All right. I'm, I'm fishing to get some relief right here. 730, we're going to the Hamilton's hotline. We're going to bring in the mayor of Auburn. Our good friend in his first term as the mayor, Ron Anders. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning to you, D. Mark and Jeff and Coach. I hope everybody's doing well this morning. You're Happy to be how with about, you guys. How yeah. about Mayor? How are Ron, you? Ron, how are you? I can't complain, man. Had a good, good, rich, long meeting last night. Got some good things done, and uh, it's yeah. an exciting time with uh, school starting back this week, and the university will be starting back in a couple of weeks. And, Right after that, we start playing a little football. So it's mm-hmm. all about to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And we still got a group playing a little baseball out over still in Still have a group, yeah. and I'm proud of those kids. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, yeah, we Mark, just our, our Ozone team lost a heartbreaker last night in extra innings, and uh, they were undefeated going into last night's game. Um, certainly proud of those kids, and as I've always said, just thankful for their families. Uh, their moms and dads and siblings and grandparents who really give up in a situation like this. You've really basically given up your summer yep. to uh, to be a part of a situation uh, where a team has you know played their way to a World Series, and we're just proud of them. I know that they're representing our community well out there, and uh, they they lost a tough one last night, and they get put it back on you know get back on the field this afternoon for another big game. And wish them well. That's right. Five thirty start. Tell us about your meeting last night, Mayor. I know we don't well, have good, much time. Yeah, good, it was a good meeting last night, and uh, we had some really good discussion. We started off by appointing uh, Mike Martin to the Green Space Advisory Board, and I always appreciate everybody that applies for our boards and commissions and think that they stick their neck out to do that. But we did end up choosing Mike Martin, um, and so he'll begin serving soon. And and uh, and thank him for applying. During our meeting last night, we recognized Ms. Renee Nettles as our employee of the month. And Ms. Nettles has uh, just done some outstanding job working in our community services uh, building. I'll just read a, a brief uh, couple sentences from a memo that Al Davis, our community services director, sent to the city manager. That Renee has demonstrated professionalism and consistently displayed great customer service skills, which means a lot to me. She is the first to arrive every morning, sometimes before daylight, to prepare the Boykin Community Center to welcome children and seniors and the users of the fitness center and the gymnasium. So Renee's done a great job. She's all about customer service and welcoming people. We're proud that she was our employee of the month. During our service awards, we recognized uh, Nick Zerkowski from our fire division, Chelsea Williams from our police division for five years, Renee Delaney um, from our uh, public safety administration division for 10 years, Greg Nelson from our ID department for 15 years. What a great job he does. And my friend Jody Hillier. Uh, been a policeman in Auburn for 20 oh, years. It's hard wow. to believe, old Jody. 20 He's years. He's been with us for 20 years. I wow. love Jody. Yeah. He's been around for a long time, grew up with Jody. and He's a great fellow and does a great job for Auburn. We also recognize Thomas Weintraud, who's a member of our planning staff. He got his master's in public administration while he was working full-time for the city. And we thank Thomas for doing that. And we recognize Mr. Harry Foster, who is retiring from the Environmental Services Department after 25 years. So, Great opportunity as mayor, the first meeting of each month to recognize our city employees who are doing great jobs, who have been with us for a long time. Um, I'm just grateful to be able to do that. We got into the agenda last night, guys. We First of all, on our consent agenda, we approved some alcohol, new alcohol license. And I would say that the, the main thing I would say about that is that there was three different licenses 
um, with a company called Proof of the Pudding, and it all revolves around Jordan-Hare Stadium. And we've talked about how the SEC is looking at and has mandated that that the schools are allowed now to serve alcohol within the stadium if they want to, but in the special locations of scholarships and suites uh, where the high dollar amenities are located, Auburn University has been serving alcohol in those locations for a number of years now. And so even though it's Auburn University, even though it's Auburn Athletics, the alcohol beverage license still has to be approved by the city uh, for the use. And we did that for this coming football season, which once again tells you that it's right around the corner. We also approved the street closings for the historic Pine Hill Lantern Tour, which is a very unique event for our community that we do every other year. And that's our very, very old cemetery on Armstrong Avenue, Armstrong Street in Auburn, where many of the people whose streets and buildings are named for in our city are buried. Um, It's just a very unique uh, uh, event where people dress up in character of the people whose graves are right there and they tell their stories at night. Um, I would encourage anybody listening to this to buy tickets to that and be a part of it because it's a, it's just a really unique way of understanding Auburn's history. Um, but that'll be October 17th and 18th. We also approved reimbursing the, the city for some expenditures due to the Wright Street parking deck, which will be going to the bond market here within the month to, uh, to convey the borrowing of bonds for the Wright Street parking deck, which is going to be about a $12 million deck built where the Baptist Student Union was, downtown Auburn. It'll be almost 400 parking places for the future of of Auburn that will be for the public. We've got to dedicate just a few of those to the Baptist Student Union, which we will rebuild them a facility on the bottom floor of that deck. But uh, all the rest of that is primarily being built for the public to use and so that they can get in and around downtown easier. So, that was an administrative thing we did last night to approve the um, reimbursement of the expenditures that we've had to take on as a city preparing for this moment. We also approved uh, Matthew McChesney and Chastain. Well, Matthew McChesney will perform our independent audit of the city's financial records uh, after the fiscal year is over with on September the 30th. So we approved their contract last night. We approved um, uh, $80,000 expenditure to resurface the tennis courts, the hard courts at Yarborough Tennis Center, which includes the courts that Auburn University uses for their tennis team. Um, that is a shared facility between the city and the university, and really a great model of how you can more efficiently and effectively get projects done on behalf of your citizens that benefit also the university. We also approved a, a contract with Cutting Edge Lawn Services to help us with our media and landscape services. We need a little extra help right now, frankly, to get through the summer um, with getting our medians and right-of-ways cut and so we have hired an outside company uh, to help us get through the rest of the summer with that. And then we had another, something very exciting. We approved a contract with Auburn University, Auburn University, Auburn Research and Technology Foundation, and EAMC. And it's a, it's a payment plan. So EAMC is going to put about a $33 million facility in our research part that's going to facilitate outpatient surgery, um, really? emergency room. MRI, there's another of other number of other things that they will be doing there. I right, know where is this um, at, Mayor? Where at? It's gonna be it's gonna you're gonna access it off of Shug Jordan Parkway, but it'll kind of as uh if you look at it from the sky, it'll be right behind where VCOM and the nursing building is, right mm-hmm. in those areas right in there to kind of create synergy as a medical campus. But AAMC is gonna put a facility over there. Wow, uh, thirty three million dollar facility. It's gonna be wonderful for our community. Amen. It'll be a close by emergency room for our citizens. 
for our students, and they'll perform some of the activities um, that are traditional kind of outpatient type of activities. You'll be able to go there and receive those that kind of care. And so it's going to be great for our community, great for the university, great yes. for our students. And so to get all that done, you got to build infrastructure. And so we approved a, a $2 million expenditure to help support the infrastructure to get that facility built. The city will be paying the university $200,000 over 10 years. The university will be fronting all that money, and the city will be reimbursing the university at, at $200,000 a year for a decade for uh, our commitment to that. And it's going to be something that's going to benefit Auburn for years and years to come, and we're very excited about that and that partnership. Under ordinances, we uh, we approved uh, an annexation of some property off Bonnie Glen Road, which is really an infill annexation. Um, there's city limits all around this piece of property that's just never been brought back into the city. We've also established some no parking zones and uh, a very significant area in our town that's received a lot of attention where some student housing is, is drawn near to some traditional single-family housing, and parking is sometimes an issue with that. Um, and so we've Establish no parking zones on the street, uh, just so emergency vehicles, city vehicles, and everybody's vehicles can get up and down the street properly. And then we amended the the biannual budget um, last night, which we've had a budget hearing two weeks ago. And this is a situation where halfway through our budget cycle, which we do a two-year cycle, we go back and we look at where, where we are. We look at where our revenues are, what our projects have cost, what's what's you know, not cost us as much money, what's being delayed until the future for whatever reason. If we've brought in more income than we budgeted, we can reapportion, reappropriate that income. And so it's just a midway look at our budget that we do. It's an exercise we do as a city council um, at, the, at the midway point. And so we've just gone through that process. But when we once we do that, we officially amend the budget. And uh, and so we officially amended the budget. There's a lot of details in that, and I would encourage people if you really want to know. I mean, there's a, there's at least a hundred different situations where we've reapportioned money to different things, or we're saying we're going to delay paying for things because the projects are being held up for one reason or another. I would encourage people to go to the city's website and, and pull that budget document if you'd like to read through and really understand that. D. Mark, we don't have enough time on this radio for me to go through each one of them one by one, and I'm pretty sure people would quit listening to our conversation if we started <laughs> down that road. But it's important stuff, and it's how it we is. have to function as a city, and I'm proud that we've got a city finance staff, uh, budget staff, and just department heads that pay this much critical detail to all the dollars and cents that are brought in by the taxpayers. You know, at the end of the day, what we do as elected officials is we protect our citizens by laws uh, and by public safety, and then we spend the money they give us to provide them services. That's fundamentally and simply what we do every as elected officials. And so this is where the rubber meets the road because we got a responsible things to form a budget, live by that budget, uh, and work by that budget. And so that's what we've done. And um, and so we did approve the amended budget, and so that was that was it. We did have some rich discussions at the end about the water line that's being um, contemplated to go through Chihuahua, uh Park, and um, it's a difficult situation, guys, where we've got a, a tremendous line. water source. We've got a tremendous water source out beyond Chihuahua Park, and to get it to our water treatment plant, we have got the, the quickest way is the crow flies, just to take it through part of Chihuahua Park. Now. 
what's happened, and we've talked about this on the show before, one of the greatest things that's happened in Auburn, I think, over the last eight years is the Central Alabama Mountain Peddlers has taken Chihuahua yep. Park, and they've turned mm-hmm. it into a off-road yep. um, biking destination. I mean, that's exactly what it is, the good, destination. Good point. And we've created a tourism opportunity. We've also created a real great um, activity for our children. And not just all of our children, but all kind of children are out there participating um, in official competitions um, for with mountain biking. So we've got this difficult situation where Auburn needs the water, the growth of our city, and the dependency we've had on other municipalities' water. We've got a rich and viable water source nearby. And uh, and to get it to our treatment plant, the best and most efficient way to do that is to go through the park, which will interrupt some of their trails. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, the water board makes these kind of decisions. They're an independent authority. Um but as the elected officials, we're the people that, that folks can touch and talk to and, and share their feelings with. And so we prayed for about 45 minutes last night and listened to the concerns of many people um, about this project. And at the end of the day, I appreciate every one of those people because they're passionate about what they're doing. They care deeply about the activities that are going on out there. They care deeply about the park. And I, all of that has value to it. And we have told uh, as has the water board to our contractor that will our engineer who will be overseeing the project that we expect those trails to be returned to those young people and those other you know the state park as they found them and that's on that's on them and ultimately it'll be kind of on us to make sure that that is done that way but at the same time our city needs that water source we've got to have it and it would cost over a million dollars to reroute that in a different direction and so the most responsible thing, unfortunately, is is to interrupt their pleasure out there and their activity, and hopefully that'll be minimized and be thoughtfully done, not to not to hurt any of their official activities and competitions that they have out there, and then we'll finally give it back to them as they found it, and it'll be a great amenity for Auburn and for our young people in the years to come. There you go. You hate to say that, but pardon our progress. That's one of those That's words. Just, it's difficult, man. It is. These are it difficult is. situations that happen. I wish that we had a water source that wasn't right behind our state park. Yeah, I <laughs> agree with you. It, and you know what? It's happened. I, I would think, and and to me, uh, what they've done at Sawaka Park is pretty doggone neat. They've made that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, there you go. I was telling the, the guys. Very that, proud of them. Yeah. There you are. Well, Mary, I know you got to get to a meeting. I really appreciate your time this morning. We appreciate you calling in, and we'll hear from you in two weeks, my friend. Okay. I always appreciate being on the show with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, and hope everything goes well. Friday, moving in that young girl. All right. The baby. How about that? Moving All right, man. See, y'all care. have a good day. Mayor Ron Anders Bye-bye. on the mark, presented by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.